0: All right, we got the podcast going. We got the got the uh, live feed going on Facebook, and uh, I'm like I said, I'm excited about this series um, and the opportunity to do this series. Um to put a bookmark right here in my Bible. There was something from Sunday I wanted to read, and I had a prayer card in there holding the spot all right so lesson one um, and again this is the continue a biblical journey in a personal discipleship devotion uh, book and uh, lesson one uh, we're going to begin our journey learning about the book uh, that will guide us through the whole the whole course all four months uh, which is obviously the Bible um, in fact it guides us through our whole Christian life. Uh, this lesson, we're going to learn about some of the most important truths related to the Bible. We're going to talk about who wrote it, why we believe it, and uh, what impact it has on our daily living. Uh, so, before we get too much further, we're going to pray real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll get right into it. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day and this opportunity to to go live on Facebook, Lord, to to do the podcast, and Lord, just trying to to share Your Word, and Lord, we just ask that You would be with this, and Lord, be with me, and give me the, the words you want me to say, Lord, and Lord, just ask you, and uh, be with each other person who sees us, Lord, if there's somebody who sees us who doesn't know you as their personal Savior, I pray that they come and know you, and I ask this all in your name, amen. If you uh see my headphones, I'm not listening to music, I'm using it for the mic for my uh, podcast, the last audio was a little rough, so, anyway, um, this lesson we're going to learn about, Again, who wrote it, why we believe it, and how it should impact. First, we're going to take a moment, and we're going to see how it's put together. Um, the Bible has 66 books divided into two sections. Uh, you have the Old Testament and New Testament. I'm sure everyone knows that. And uh, the Old Testament was recorded before Jesus came to the earth. And the New Testament tells about... Uh, when Jesus was on the earth and the spread of the gospel through the first century churches uh, after he returned to heaven. Um, it's not arranged in any chronological order, uh, but according to subjects. Uh, there are groupings of books on history, literature, prophets, gospels, and epistles. Uh, the table of contents in the front of your Bible, especially if you have a study Bible, it really breaks it down really good. Uh, the table of contents in the front of your Bible can uh, help you get through the Bible and help you uh, get to where um, you want to be. And, uh, so use the table of contents as you need to and to help you kind of get, until you get familiar with the order of the books. Um, we know that God wrote the Bible. Um, and we know that obviously God didn't come down with a pen and paper and Chisel, stone, and duh, 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 duh. Afterwards, we know he used, uh... He used men. And there are two words to describe how God got the Bible to man. A revelation, which is a God communicating previously unknown truth. and inspiration. Uh, this is God having his truth accorded. Uh, God has revealed himself to men in many ways. Including creation, um, conscience, and history. And we're going to look at... Uh, those in our next lesson, but, in lesson two, uh, but the, the clearest way he, uh, the clearest way he's revealed himself through the pages, of, is uh, pages of scripture, uh, 2nd Peter 1, 19-21, and I hope, my, my goal is next week to be able to go in and put tabs so I don't have to waste time flipping, but for today we're going to waste time flipping. Actually, I got a better idea. I got my Bible app open up here on the computer. I hope that doesn't take away the live feed. So, Second Peter one nineteen and 20. And uh, starting 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day of dawn. And the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is in any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men. But holy men of God spake as they moved by the Holy Ghost. So. Uh, this passage. of The apostle Peter. Uh, who saw Jesus in his glorified state. Explains that the word of God is. Uh, more sure word of prophecy So in other words By God's re- revelation Of himself written For us in black and white We know it is true That we can depend on it um, Peter also describes the process By which God according the Bible And uh We're going to break down verse 21 Of Second Peter chapter 1 and we, uh, Verse one, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Um. So, let's break it down. The Bible did not originate with humans. We know that because it says, came not by the will of man. So, Um. We, uh, know that the men of God recorded the words of the Bible, holy men of God spake, And then we uh, know God is the author of the Bible as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the word for this whole process is inspiration. We know that uh, 2 Timothy 3.16, let me go back over here to Esau. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Uh, To to better understand this process, you should understand the meaning of the word inspiration. Uh, Inspiration is not... uh, What inspiration is not is sometimes we use the word inspiration to refer to an idea or the motivation Uh, to do something creative or artistic. Uh, For instance, we might say Michelangelo was inspired to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel or Shakespeare was inspired as he wrote Romeo and Juliet. What Bible inspiration is, is there is another definition for uh, inspiration that we don't often use and it's the drawing of air into one's lungs, inhaling Uh, This is the inspiration spoken of in 2 Timothy 3.16. The phrase, given by inspiration of God, literally means God breathed. So, in other words, God breathed the words of the Bible into the human penman who uh, wrote them down. Uh, Didn't know you were going to get a medical class out of this with inspiration and uh, expiration. But you do. Um... And because of these two truths, revelation and inspiration, the Bible is literally uh, the Word of God. It's God's words to us. Uh, Jesus Himself specifically stated the that God's words were divinely inspired by God. Matthew four four. Excuse me, I'm going to take a sip while I, uh, of my tea while I flip there, and we'll dry out today. Matthew four four. Bible says, but he answered and said, "It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God." Uh, the Bible's the most amazing book of all time, and uh, I'm not just saying that because it's written down here. I'm, I I mean that. Um And what I love about the Bible is you can get something out of it every time. You can spend all seven days of the week reading one chapter of one book and you're going to get something out of it uh, every time. Uh, God used more than 40 different men from a variety of backgrounds uh, over a time span of 1,500 years to recruit each word. And uh, those men, some were murderers um, and and some were great as could be. Um, The writing that took place on three different continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, in three different languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Uh, Yet the entire book completely agrees, uh, it has been validated time and time again through history, archaeology, and science. If you ask ten contemporary authors to uh, individually write their viewpoint on just one controversial subject you would come up with a, a wide range of uh, conflicting opinions and yet the Bible covers hundreds of controversial subjects by many different writers and the entire book agrees. There can only be one reason for this and the Bible has just one author and that's God. Oh, it just got real. My pastor joined. Um... God has uh, pers- preserved the Bible. Uh, so now we know that God moved human penmen to write the words in the Bible. But that leads to the question, how do we know the words are preserved for us today? And we know that God promised to preserve his word. Psalms twelve, six, and 7. Sorry, I was using my, my app earlier, but Psalms twelve, six, and seven. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them for this generation forever. From this generation forever. Psalms 119. verse 89 we're going to do three verses here in 119 Psalm one nineteen eighty nine. for forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven uh, 152 concerning thy testimonies I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever and 160 thy word is true from the beginning and every one of Thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Isaiah um forty eight There's just one more after this. So bear with me, it's going somewhere, I promise. One of my favorite books, 40 verses. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And the last one's Matthew 24 verse 35. 35 heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away and those are in red which means they were the words of Christ so right there in several different places we see that um, he's preserved his words now we're going to look at the the process by which he preserved his words God specifically told people to write his word uh, Moses in Exodus 17 14 and the Lord said unto Moses write for a memorial in a book and we're Rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Isaiah eight one. Moreover, the Lord said unto me, Take thee a great roll and write it, write in it with a man's pen concerning. There's a big word there. Uh, look at Isaiah eight one if you get a chance. Uh, but it's concerning Maher Um. I'll type it out. And if somebody wants to call me and tell me how to pronounce it, I'll be more than happy to hear you out on it. meher shallah hash There it is, how it's written. And uh, I guess if you can pronounce it, please call me and tell me how. Uh, Isaiah 38, now go... Write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. Uh, Jeremiah. Uh, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel, saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. And lastly, Habakkuk. Um, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables, and he may run that readeth it. So numerous times it says to uh it says how it was preserved and um that's just Old Testament you know there's uh many authors in the New Testament who he came to and uh told to write um God specifically told people to copy his word uh fathers deuteronomy six seventy nine and Thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when ye walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and on thy gates. That tells you right there, uh, Ben. Fathers, you know, you're a, you're supposed to be the leader of your house and um you know I think of Joshua uh as for me and my house will serve the Lord and I'm gonna stand by that. Um eventually when I do get married and when I do have a family, we're gonna serve the Lord no matter what. And uh, that's how you should be with your families too. Uh priests and kings, Deuteronomy seventeen and, eight, or 17 and 18. um and it shall be when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of the, that which is before the priests of the Levites. So in the Old Testament times, uh, God used the home, fathers, the government, kings, and religion, priests, to multiply copies of his word uh, for the next generation. Uh, in the New Testament, God uses the church, uh, and we preserve his word and uh, to consider the process. We uh we know that God's word is truth, John seventeen seventeen sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. The church is the pillar and the ground of the truth. First Timothy three fifteen. Let me go back to Sword here. Timothy Timothy 3.15 But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God which is the church of the living God the pillar and the ground of the truth. Those who have been saved are instructed to teach uh, what is preserved to others. Uh, we talked about this in the intro that it's all of our jobs once we're saved to, to go out and to teach all nations. Matthew Matthew uh, 28, 19, 20, Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all nations whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you all the way, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And we know that baptizing you doesn't get you into heaven. You actually only get to heaven by being saved. Uh, historically, there is evidence that uh, God has preserved his word. There are over 5,000 preserved manuscripts Um, of the New Testament alone all copied with the utmost care uh, dating all the way back to approximately 130 AD. Um, And uh, this is more evidence that any secular author such as Pliny or Aristotle uh, have that their work is credible and authentic. The New Testament is the most well-tested uh, to peace of ancient literature in the wor- world. Uh, additionally, scripture has historically been received by Christians throughout centuries, although Christians have not always obeyed God's word. Uh, there is a, no period of church history in which the Bible was questioned as being divinely inspired. Some religions are false, uh, and false teachers say that the Bible has been so corrupted over centuries that it cannot be trusted. They have then rewritten the Bible according to their religious teachings or have additional books that may insist you read along with the Bible to properly understand it. Uh, these claims go directly against what God has promised concerning preserving uh, His Word for us, and we can trust the Bible. God's Word is not only has not only been preserved through copies, but it has uh, been translated into thousands of languages. Uh, Perhaps you've wondered why there are many different versions of the Bible in English. We examine this question more closely in Appendix D, which is in the book, um, and I'll probably go through that. Uh, In our church, uh, we use the King James Bible, and uh, we believe it's God's preserved word for English-speaking people, and uh, there are numerous... Um, pages out there that put out the differences in the Bibles and um, I'll share a picture probably tomorrow because after this I have to go to bed I have to get up early for work um, but I'll share a picture tomorrow that uh, one of my friends shared and it, it shows just one example of uh, why I believe this to be true about the King James Bible versus uh, using the NIV or the New King James and uh Throughout this whole study, I'm going to be using the King James Bible. Uh, God uses the Bible today. Uh, God's recorded His Word through human authors and preserved it uh, for us through the centuries. But that's not where it stops. The Word of God uh, has power in our lives today. And it does. If you you really get into it and you get involved with it, Uh, you'll want to live it. And it will have power in your life. And the Holy Spirit guides us. Um... Another thing we see in our next lesson is uh we'll see the Holy Spirit is God. He's part of the what the Bible calls the Godhead, is God, the Holy Spirit uh wrote the Bible. We saw earlier in 2 Peter 1:21 uh now he helps us to understand the Bible. Uh 1 Corinthians 2:12 through 14. And uh you are almost done. So if you're still here, hang in there. First Corinthians 2. 12 through 14. Starting 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the word, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth but which the Holy Ghost teacheth comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God for the foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned um the unsaved person, a uh, natural man, cannot thoroughly understand the Bible. Um, God says you have to be saved uh, uh, to really understand it. The, whole, the saved person has the Holy Spirit uh, to illuminate and shed light on the truths found in God's Word. And I can say personally, I understood it more um, after I got saved. And as I uh, grew my faith, I really started to have a better understanding of God's Word. John 16, 13 tells us uh, howbeit when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear thou shalt, that shall he speak and he will shew you things to come uh, the Bible tells us what's true John 17, 17 sanctify them through thy Truth, thy word is truth. God's word is truth. Uh, The Bible tells us how the the church should operate. Uh, We believe that the Bible, uh, not tradition, or personal preference, should be our final authority uh, for what we believe and what we practice. Uh, In Lesson 9, down the road in Lesson 9, we'll uh, see many of God's specific instructions to local churches and how they impact everything we do uh, from the structure to our teaching uh, to our worship 2 Timothy 3:16 which we we read that once but just uh, to recap 2 Timothy 3:16 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness and the bible does it gives us a lot of instructions um, for the church and uh all the way down to qualifications for pastors, for deacons, and, um, all that. Uh, the Bible instructs us in every area of life. Uh, our lifestyle should match what we believe. God's Word gives us instruction in practical areas of life, such as relationships, raising children, finances, and even our service for God. And, uh, we're going to explore those areas in future lessons. And, um, I challenge you, especially, um, Younger Christians and teenagers, you might watch this. Uh, really, really put God first, especially in relationships and in um, finances. Start that, start that early. Uh, don't start raising kids early. Wait for that. But um, the other is your, your service for God. Start that early, and uh, don't lose that. You know, I think back to. To, uh, when I got my license, I thought I knew it all and I got out of church and I really did some things I shouldn't have done and you know, I, I wish I had somebody to tell me, don't do well, okay, I wish I had listened to the people who told me, don't do that and uh, to follow God and uh, the word of God brings growth we're going to power through some verses in Peter and Psalm and uh, like I said, we're, we're almost done so just hang in there you know, I feel like uh, my Sunday school teacher and his wife was on here, and uh, I don't know if she still is or not. But um, we always, I always have to giggle at him because he never finishes these things, and I can understand why. Here I am, uh, 27 minutes into this, and I don't have a time limit, and uh, it gives me a new respect for him. First uh, Peter two uh, two. As newborn babes desire the uh, sincere milk of the, of the word, that we may grow thereby. Um, so God's word, God's word helps us to grow as Christians. You know, Just like a baby needs milk to grow, uh, we need God's word. And this is why I said uh, in the introduction that just because you're saved, yeah, that means you're going to heaven, but you're not done growing in Christ just because you're saved. Uh, the Word of God gives us God's promises. 2 Peter 1 4. And just to be clear, that was, the first one was 1 Peter 2 2. I don't know if I said 2 Peter, but. 2nd verse, 2 Peter 1 4. This is uh, the Word of God gives us promises. 2 Peter 1 4 says whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the word through lust. Uh, The word of God helps us resist temptation. Psalm 119.11 Let me go back to the app because I can scroll through that quicker. Psalms 119, like I said, next week, guys, I'll have tabs in here to make this go a little quicker. One nineteen eleven. thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Then we have to, we have to flee temptation, and the devil's going to tempt us. From the moment you're saved, the devil's going to tempt you. The moment the devil thinks you're going to go towards God, he's going to tempt you uh Hebrews 4:12 Hebrews 4:12 and I'm right here Hebrews Hebrews 4 12 for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart that word quick uh, that is a Old Testament word for living God alive and uh so the word of God's alive. And I don't mean, like, my Bible's not going to get up and walk across the room. Um, But the the words in it are alive. Um, And we're responsible to read, study, and obey the Bible. Uh, When we learn and apply, it's true to our lives. God promises to bless us. And uh, I was going to get ready to go to my again, but I'm right here in First Timothy, so I'm gonna flip over to 2 Timothy 215. 2 Timothy 215 says, Study to shew thyself approved, to show thyself approved unto God, and the workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. There it is. Right there. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Get your time in your Bible. Um, may observe to do according to all that is written there and live your life according to the Bible this verse sums up the whole the whole thing um, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success live for God and you'll have good success yeah, that doesn't mean storms won't come storms are going to come in life and um, I might go later this week and I have a sermon on storms. And I might do that later this week. We'll see. Um, but. Uh, last little section here. The Bible uh, that you hold in your hands. Is a great treasure. Uh, it's literally God's word to you. It's written by God himself. Uh, and it's preserved for you. Uh, the Bible is vital. To your Christian growth. Through it you learn about your Savior. Uh, you learn. You learn how to live in a way that is pleasing to God, Uh, there are two decisions you can make right now uh, that will set direction for the rest of your life. First, determine that you are committed to obey whatever is plainly revealed in Scripture. You don't have to have years and years of Bible college to understand what the Bible is saying. Um, There are some big words. I don't like big words. Uh, So one thing I did is... uh, I have both the I have the Bible Knowledge Commentary for both the New Testament and the Old Testament, and it uh, it breaks things down really well, it makes it fireman proof. Um, but I mean, there's numerous commentaries online uh, that you can look at, and uh, it will break things down for you. Um, the Bible is vital for your Christian growth. Through it, you learn about your Savior. You learn how to live in a way that is pleasing to God. Uh, I've said it time and time again. You uh, you get to heaven by being saved, but if if you live life by only getting only get your salvation and don't do anything else with church, you're robbing for yourself. Uh, you're not getting closer to God. And, uh, you know, I, I I'm scared. I don't want to. I don't want to get to heaven and I know I'm going to heaven but I don't want to get there and God look at me and say here's what you could have had here's the times you could have went out here's the times you could have uh here's the times somebody could have got saved because of you here's the times you know I put this in front of you and I didn't take it um I don't want that. Uh, Second, determine uh, uh, throughout the rest of your life you will be discovering the treasure of God's word uh, but you will find those discoveries enhanced as you determine that you will respond to what you uh, know to be true from the Bible. Uh, Second, determine that you will make God's word a regular part of your life. God promises to bless those who read, study, and obey His word i uh, begin with the reading of a short passage. Uh, maybe even just one verse every day and thinking, thinking on it throughout the day. Uh, continue daily devotions. Uh, that will help you get started. Um, a lot of Bibles, and I'm sure I can find it online. And, uh, I'll make a note. I love having a desk. Um, I'll make a note for something else for me to do at work tomorrow to, uh, look online but they have numerous schedules for you to read your bible daily of uh, how to do it over the course of a year and uh like I said I'll put it on the Facebook page for a year and uh study bibles have it in it um I don't know anybody has a study bible um but get get in there and uh, get involved with the word and do a devotion. Have some set aside some time during the day for, for just you and God to have some one-on-one time, and that's one of the things I I've come to love. Uh, Those who don't know, I moved out of Charlottesville, and uh, one of the things I've just I've come to love about uh, my ride to work now I have time to just if you pull up next to a black truck, a black F-150, and you see a big man singing, shouting. Praying, whatever I might be doing, uh, it's okay. <laughs> That's just my time with God. And uh, anyway, I, I hope you uh, got something out of this today, and uh, I hope you're you've really considered getting the book. Uh, again, it's continue a biblical journey in personal discipleship. Like I said, daily reading um, is in there. It has. A lot of good stuff and uh, some review questions. I'm going to put the review questions up and uh, do I might do it in Google form, see how many people I get to answer them. Um, but don't worry, I won't embarrass you if you do it. I'll, I'll make it anonymous. Um, I'm gonna do that anyway. So, um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope uh, you're getting something out of this. Uh, I continue to. Say if uh, you don't know Christ as your Savior, reach out to somebody um, so we can get you squared away and uh, show you the the way to make Christ your Savior. And if you're not involved in church, get involved in church. Um, Anyway, we're going to close in prayer and then I'm going to bed. Father, Father, Lord, thank you for this day and this opportunity to to go through Lesson 1 of this book, Lord. And I thank you for everything you've shown me. Lord, through this uh, through this Bible study, and I just ask that you would uh, help us to be a blessing to somebody out there, Lord. And uh, I pray that if uh, somebody doesn't know you who's watching this, Lord, I pray that they'd come to know you. And Lord, I pray somebody here needs to get involved in church. Lord, I pray that they would do that. And Lord, whatever their their need may be, Lord, I pray that they would uh get things right. Lord, and I just ask that you would uh, watch over us this week and Lord help us to to be in our churches at the next appointed time Lord Lord I just ask that you be with uh, uh, the funeral tomorrow Lord uh, of our church member and uh, Lord be with the family and the kids for that Lord and I just ask that you would uh, be with uh, each and every other need that uh, people reached out to me to pray for Lord and, uh, Lord I want to say a special prayer for uh, Sean Barry Lord for Bulldog uh, you know the need there and, As his health, he continues to have health issues, Lord. I pray that you would give the doctors wisdom, and uh, help him to get back to work, Lord. Lord, I just ask you would uh, watch over your people, listen, guys. I saw in your name, Amen. Alright, y'all have a good night. And uh, if you need anything, like I said, you can always reach out to me on the Facebook page, uh, message me personally, or call me, and uh, we'll talk about whatever you need to talk about.